Hello, and welcome to From A to Z, a podcast about Amazon.com. I'm Dougie. I'm Lila. And I'm Ariana. And on this episode, we'll be talking about the mistreatment of Amazon workers in fulfillment services here in the U.S. and around the world. Technology is changing the workforce and labor, so it makes sense that the world's biggest online company reflects this. Technology increases profits, but it comes at a cost. The reality of its effect shows a much darker future coming with the increasing reliance on technology and automation. The algorithmic society leads to the outsourcing of labor, exploitation of workers, and lots of uncertainty and instability. While the sale price goes down, our sense of humanity goes with it. Unfortunately, this company is crazy wealthy and has more power than most people are aware of. Today, we are going to take a look at the dark side of Amazon. So let's start off with some background. What is a fulfillment center? In essence, Amazon calls their warehouses fulfillment centers because the entire process is fulfilled from start to finish. Inventory comes in from manufacturers and is directly shipped to customers all in one convenient place. Seems great, right? Wrong. We'll dive right in with the truth about these supposedly amazing fulfillment centers. The truth is, they easily cultivate one of the most demoralizing and dehumanizing workplace conditions. And he described the work environment as dehumanizing, saying that employees were treated like robots. One woman was quoted saying, They need you to work as fast as possible to push out as much as they can as fast as they can, and they constantly increase your goals. But they'll be yelling at you the whole time. It's like the military. They have to break you down so they can turn you into what they want you to be. Amazon relies on an army, literally, of workers to keep everything moving at its current extremely quick pace. Okay, so the environment within these centers sounds awful. Are the workers at least getting compensated with good pay? I wish. There's a 10-hour minimum and no overtime pay. Working in these fulfillment centers sounds like a truly miserable experience. I mean, after 10 and a half hours of working, notably an exhausting day, you'd likely walk away with $60 with taxes. Within the fulfillment centers, if you're designated a picker, you would be speed walking an average of 12 miles a day on cold concrete. And temperatures can be as low as 60 and higher than 90 degrees. It's no surprise that they have a very high turnover rate and many people leave in under a year. Honestly, I wouldn't say working there is worth it. But Amazon has little trouble finding workers. There are constantly thousands of workers, and lots of new ones, in warehouses. How does Amazon stay on top of everyone to get their work done? Oh, they stay on top of their workers, trust me. It's a point system, and it's horrifying. Six is the magic number, but if you get six points, you're fired. A man who worked in Amazon's fulfillment warehouse spoke more in depth about this system. There's a point system, and, it, and each point is basically a disciplinary. So if you get six points, you lose your you lose your job, um, and you'd get points for things like if you took a day off sick. So I was ill one day, and I was given a point for that. If you took too long going to the bathroom, uh, you would get a point for that. Or if your your productivity fell uh, below a certain level compared to your uh, co-workers, you would get a point for that. And or if you were late, you know, if you if you swiped in. Uh, late when you turn up for work, all kinds of things, um, you get a point for this, and, and that was their kind of disciplinary system. Human safety is really only looked at from a legal standpoint. As long as the baseline is covered, Amazon is in the clear and will keep pushing their workers. If Amazon had two golden rules, they would be one, be careful, and two, move as fast as humanly possible. On top of poor pay and a terrible working environment, there are physical safety issues within these fulfillment centers, right? Yeah, there are transition points on the warehouse floor where footing is uneven and people have been known to trip and sprain their ankles. 
Oh my gosh, I heard that at one fulfillment center, apparently three people had to get stitches after being hit in the head by packages that fell off the forklifts around the center. And make sure to watch your fingers because there are conveyor belts that run pretty much all around the facility, waist high, and it's pretty common for people to lose fingers or parts of fingers. Oh my gosh, that's nasty. Well, sometimes people get caught by the hair, and when a conveyor belt catches you by the hair, it doesn't just take your hair with it. It rips out a piece of your scalp as well. Ew. (laughs) That's nasty. Well, working for Amazon honestly sounds like an absolute nightmare. So, if you're a picker, how do you know what to pick and from where? Is there a list or someone to tell you? I wish. There's this terrifying scanner that gives you the average number of seconds that it will take to walk from one section to the next, and you have to meet that number of seconds. If you don't, you'll fall behind for the day, and that can get you a point. An example of what a scanner might tell you would be something like Dallas Sector, Section Yellow, Row H34, Bin 22, Level D, Wearable Blanket. Now try decoding that. But most of the time, expect to miss the goal your scanner gives you. They've been engineered to give you unreachable goals just so you're always on your toes. But... If you're not meeting 75% of your total picking volume targets, expect to get counseled by the managers. For Amazon, maximizing profits means making sure no employee has a slow day. Mm, That sounds like a grueling day. Do we know if there are any breaks? (laughs) At Amazon, you get two 15-minute breaks each day. 15 minutes to grab a snack or text your loved ones, stretch, or if you dare, use the bathroom. We looked into this bathroom situation, and it's honestly as tragic as that viral video. In a fulfillment center, there are typically four bathrooms, two men, two women, with eight stalls each for thousands of people. It creates havoc, and people are often unable to go to the bathroom during the 15-minute break, leaving a very unfortunate alternative option. A story from The Sun says that workers at an Amazon warehouse in the UK frequently pee in plastic bottles to avoid the appearance of taking too much time out of the workday. That's just wrong. People are peeing in water bottles and are leaving them around because they're worried they're going to take too long. And lunch is 29 minutes and 59 seconds, not 30 minutes and one second. Managers remind people of this daily. Wait a second. How long does it actually take workers to go to the bathroom? Are there metal detectors or something? This is not an airport. Amazon is more worried about workers sneaking out Xboxes than sneaking in weapons, so there are no metal detectors on the way into the facility. But there are metal detectors on your way out. Also, I heard there aren't any lockers in the facility for workers' personal items. Managers remind workers that you should just do your best to hide your belongings, but assume your keys or phone could get stolen at any point in time. Okay, casual. And this is legal? (laughs) Let's talk about this. Look, I know Amazon is cheap, and I honestly love having free shipping, but now something doesn't feel so free about it. I mean, what if people knew that, that paying for a few dollars for shipping or for a few extra dollars for a product would mean that less low-income workers would be exploited to this extent. Do you think people would be willing to pay it? I mean, yes, I certainly would. By employing a few more workers than the absolute minimum, or by storing the merchandise at normal heights and angles, not the seven feet high and ground level, workers would have better working conditions. But that would cost space, and space costs money. And Bezos does not like spending money, even though he's literally the richest man on the world. Filthy rich. 
Do you know how much Jeff Bezos makes in one minute? Take a guess. Uh, maybe 10 grand. Uh, higher than that. 50,000? Uh, let's try $150,000 every minute of every day. That's insane. It's weird because Amazon is obviously very stingy, but they're savvy too. The places where they choose to build the centers give them access to workers who have relatively no other option than to work at Amazon. One woman reportedly said, you can treat me any type of way since this is the best money we can get out here in Moreno Valley. Guys, this is the harsh reality of automation. It takes stability out of the demand for labor and enables Amazon to really do whatever they want with their workers. Workers have no ability to fight for protection of their basic human rights. And it's made the mistreatment of workers key to the success of Amazon's business model. The warehouse workers are more slaves than laborers, but they have no other option to escape to. They're stuck under the power of Jeff Bezos. Well, it sounds like Amazon is not very nice to their workers locally. Is it any better globally? Foxconn attracts a lot of business by having workers close to the assembly line. They spend 12 hours a day in the factory with two one-hour meal breaks to march single file to a massive canteen for meat and rice. And if they eat fast enough, they'll grab a nap back at their spot on the line. So, short answer, definitely not. If anything, it sounds like it's far worse globally. Amazon is a company in every sense of the word, and is focused on making money. Outsourcing labor allows Bezos to turn a blind eye to horrific workplace conditions and leaves other companies to deal with the problems and the backlash of unfair treatment. So who does Jeff Bezos' dirty work? Well, we read into it, and actually a lot of the global work comes from China. It makes sense because it's the home base for Foxconn and all of their facilities. This workforce lives completely different lives than the workers in the U.S. They go to work and they live on campus, and many literally cannot leave because their passports are taken when they agree to join the company. Yeah, the whole system is pretty messed up. One girl explained how the facility added a net around the roof because too many people were jumping off to commit suicide. How do more people not know about this? This is seriously messed up. It was a big deal for a little bit, but apparently Bezos immediately requested a corrective action plan from Foxconn that planned, in detail, how they planned to remediate the issues identified. In an interview, Amazon told Bloomberg, we are committed to ensuring that these issues are resolved. Oh, please. This isn't something that Amazon is going to pay immediate attention to. I bet Jeff Bezos doesn't plan on doing anything to fix this. All he does is put the pressure on others to make changes. Well, do you know if anything has happened since Amazon made this remark? I'd hope it at least grabbed a little attention and pulled people to notice this problem. No, not that I know of. In fact, Foxconn is again under global scrutiny for unfair working conditions, and the problems that were first uncovered by the suicides in 2010 have not gone away. It looks like Foxconn and Amazon have completely forgotten about the idea of humanity. The physical cost of production decreases, but the human cost increases as a result of this newly empowered algocracy. They push their workers too much for the profit because there was nothing and no one holding them accountable. Amazon determines productivity in what should be possible in a day by computers instead of actual human capability and work ethic. I mean, they literally go as far as determining the exact number of steps a person should take to pick an item off a shelf. No joke. Last month, it was revealed that ambulances had been called over 600 times to Amazon's UK warehouse over the past three years. 
<laughs> That's ironic because Jeff Bezos actually stated, I'm very proud of our working conditions and very proud of the wages we pay. Jeff, are you being serious? Bezos backed the $15 minimum wage in Seattle and lobbies for a higher federal minimum wage, but will turn a blind eye when workers in China are working for just over two U.S. dollars an hour. He completely exploits the fact that there is no current legislation that prevents him from doing this. The national average is 3.5 in U.S. dollars for a factory worker in China. So Amazon is really cutting workers' wages. Also, if you do the math, if a worker in the U.S. works 15 and a half hours, they make a worker in China's one-month salary if they're working for Foxconn. So overall, Amazon is honestly horrible. Bezos is not held accountable for his actions and gets away with a lot of almost illegal actions. But at the end of the day, we'll buy from them anyway. They're convenient, fast, and have pretty much everything you can imagine on their website. Most communities are in a position to negotiate with Amazon to ensure the workers will be treated well or paid what they should be. And workers don't really have the platform to argue for their rights. Plus, workers aren't allowed to unionize. And while we could all agree that Amazon mistreats their workers locally, Treatment of workers globally is an absolute nightmare. Thank you for joining us on this episode of From A to Z, a podcast about Amazon. We'll see you next week to unpack another lesser-known part of this online superstore.